0: I'll be interested to see what our friend is going to say. Um, he can he, you know, sometimes he goes a little negative. He's joining us right now on the farm bureau insurance guest line. He's uh, the numbers nerd, the matrix man, you know, um, he's the guy that the coaches lean on Dave bar two, joining us on the farm bureau insurance guest line, 2024 schedule release for Mississippi state and Ole miss and everybody else in the sec. And of course, Oklahoma and Texas, um, are on the schedules, too. Dave two. good morning, dude.
1: Sometimes a little negative. Come on, man. I hate everybody equally. Come on.
0: That's true. Now, <laughs> tell me between states. It sounds to me like your text, uh, and I had to go to bed, but it, it sounds like your text that Mississippi State pulled a tougher schedule than Ole Miss in 2024, if you yeah. agree with that, is it just slightly, or is it just about even? How does Day Bar two size those two schedules up? Yeah,
1: they're all they, they're they're all pretty tough. I think that's the, that's the first thing that I take away from it. I, I sent out a tweet last night because you know how everybody's just complaining. Oh, SEC has eight conference games; they should go to nine and make it even. You know, Oklahoma's going to play more top twenty recruiters at home in twenty twenty four than they have in the
0: last five years. Say that slowly one more time because that's incredible when you tweeted that out.
1: Oklahoma is going to have three top-20 recruiters in Norman in 2024. The last time a top-20 recruiter was in Norman was 2016 Ohio State. Mm. Think about that, right? They they play one top-25 recruiter a year in the Big 12, right? And that's Texas, neutral and then now they're going to have what they're going to have 6 in 2024 mm-hmm. and that was one of the that was one of the first things i looked at you know because uh, as as i've said in the sec 70% of the games go to the better recruiter over the last decade so why not look at recruiting to start it off and of all the teams out there who has the most top 25 recruiters on their schedule oklahoma oklahoma has 6 so does georgia so does florida so does Mississippi State, mm. right? You know. Now you made a really good point in that. Okay, cool. I lost LSU. What was it? LSU, Alabama, and Auburn. Yeah. And gained Florida A and M and blah 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 blah. Okay. So yeah, there's you know we're, we're, you're starting to get splitting hairs in terms of the quality of the recruiters and so forth. And and I don't blame you. Alabama, LSU, Georgia. I mean, there's your three. Three big recruiters, not just in the SEC nationally, outside of Ohio State and USC, over the last century. So I get that. You know, there, there's a little bit of a drop there, but still, overall, I mean, when when you're looking at this too, is imagine dropping your easiest non-conference game and adding another top 25 recruiter. Hey, re- hey. Is that really what y'all want? Right? Because by by the number, by, by the numbers, that's not what people want. People, you know, Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans, yeah, they want some good games, but they also want the Egg Bowl to mean something. They don't want four and seven teams going at it or, five, you know, five and six or, or even six and five. Yeah, we did that in you
0: know, the 80s. Like, it was miserable.
1: Right? You want a, you want a shot at a big game. You, want, you know, you want the game to mean something for a bowl or maybe a playoff spot uh, or, or a top 25 spot. But the tougher you make the schedule – the tougher it is to get those good games at the end, and I think there's a huge advantage for the SEC having eight, not nine teams, in in conference play. Uh, if they maintain eight versus nine uh, over the next ten years, uh, I'll, I'll bet right now we're going to see four teams in the four SEC teams in the final four of the playoffs at least once. Uh, you're going to see six SEC teams in the playoffs at least once. So, I say run with the advantage. But man, these schedules. If you're a fan, I know you'd like nine, but, man, these things look really, really good across the board. There's no cupcake. There's no cakewalk for anybody now that you've added Oklahoma and Texas. They're all really tough schedules.
0: Well, they're going to nine. And, look, you've talked me into the eight. I I get it. You're right. You march down the stretch for the majority, overwhelming majority of the team. It's not just State and Ole Miss and Arkansas. I mean, hell, Florida and Tennessee have have struggled to to win nine-plus games. Um, South Carolina's in that boat. Um, Auburn sometimes is in that boat. A and M can't win on the field even with all their recruiting victories. So outside of the Big Three, who you just referenced, it is extremely difficult to win consistently in our league. Anyway, um, I like the one plus seven, but they're going to go three plus six. Uh, and and I, I Sankey's just determined um, to to do it. I don't I don't know if it's the money or or what? But, um, and then you throw in a non-conference Power 5, that puts you at 10 Bar 2 Power 5 games. All right, but let's go back. So, so State and Ole Miss, here, here's what I've got mm-hmm. looking at their schedule. Yeah. All right, they both pulled Georgia, which just frustrates me. But, uh, now, the number two toughest team on each schedule, LSU for Ole Miss is easy. Georgia and LSU are their two beasts. Now, State, MSU is a little bit different. Um, You go Georgia one, but I'm trying to figure out who the toughest second team is on this 2024 schedule. Bar two.
1: Well, you got a couple of years away on it too, right? You know, I mean, we're trying to guess where some of these these teams are going to be. So, what's going to be the toughest combination of talent and coaching that you
0: see on that schedule outside of Georgia? Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. Because I don't think right? Sark I mean, will get it done even though he he does a, a great job in recruiting. I don't think Jimbo will get it done even though he does a great job in recruiting. Now Napier could be he could be one A if he start if that thing starts to trend the right way about mid October in year two and then he's yeah. continuing to recruit well bar two by year three, Napier could be the guy instead of hypo and UT. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Right. No, I, I I agree there. But but neither one of those, Florida or Tennessee, they're they're not going to be a top 10 recruiter. They're not going to, you know, close the gap between them and a LSU and an Alabama and a Georgia and so forth. They're going to always be a second tier recruiter. Um, and I know a lot of people might be listening and going, well, look what Florida did with Urban Meyer. Look. I know the terms of that deal. I know how Urban Meyer works. You're not getting that recruiting back. Jeremy Foley as AD, in my opinion, had the power to basically sell the program to a guy that would do anything to win, and that's just not University of Florida, in my opinion. So I think Tennessee, I think Florida is going to be always between that, you know, ten fifteen recruiter. They're not going to close that gap. They're both really good. They're both, I think, they're both going to be really well coached. They're going to be tougher teams going forward. They'll be stronger in twenty twenty four than they are today, uh, but I don't think they're ever going to get to that. That next level of, of just national championship level talent.